Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. I'm Tony Newmark, and this is Parsha Toldot on Purely Pshat. Let's go. Leah speaks about the birth of Yaakov and Esav, Yaakov buying the birthright from Esav, and Yitzchak moving to Gerar because of a famine. So the birth of Yaakov and Esav. So these are the stories of Yitzchak, the son of Avraham. And Avraham was the father of Yitzchak, and Yitzchak was 40 years old when he took Rivka as a wife for himself. And she was the daughter of Betuel, from Aram, of Padan Aram, the sister of Lavan from Aram. And Yitzchak prayed to God, facing his wife, because she did not have any children. And God accepted this prayer, and his wife Rivka had a child. The children were struggling inside of her. And she said, if it's like this, why did I put this on myself? And she went to go ask God. And God said to her, two great nations are inside of your womb. Two kingdoms will separate from inside of you. And one kingdom will be mightier than the other one and the older son will serve the younger one. And her pregnancy was finished, and she had twins in her womb. And the first one came out completely red and had a fur coat of hair, and they named him Asaph. And after that, his brother came out, and his hand was grasping Asaph's heel, and they named him Yaakov. Yitzchak was 60 years old when she gave birth to them. The next section speaks about Yaakov buying the birthright from Asaph. So the boys grew up. And Esau was a man who knew how to trap and hunt. He was a man of the field. And Yaakov was an honest man. And he lived in tents. So Yitzchak loved Esau because his mouth was full with game. But Rivka loved Yaakov. So Yaakov was cooking a stew when Esau came back from the field and he was exhausted. And Esau said to Yaakov, pour me some of this red stuff because I'm exhausted. And therefore, he was given the name Edom. And Yaakov said, Okay, sell your birthright to me today. And Esau responded, he said, Look, I'm going to die soon. Why do I need this birthright? And Yaakov said, Swear to me today. So he swore to him. And he sold his birthright to Yaakov. And Yaakov gave Esau bread and stew. And he ate it and drank it. And then he got up and left. Esav despised the birthright. The next section speaks about Yitzchak moving to Gerar because of a famine. So there was a famine in that land, besides the first famine that happened in the days of Abraham. And Yitzchak went to Avimelech, the king of the Plishtim, in Gerar. And God came to him and he said, Don't go down to Egypt. Live in the land which I am telling you to. Settle in this land, and I'll be with you and I'll bless you. Because I will give all of these lords to you and to your children, and I will hold the oath that I swore to Avram, your father. And I'll multiply your descendants like the stars in the sky, and I will give your children all of these lands, and all the nations of the world will bless each other by your descendants. And this is because Avraham listened to my voice, and he guarded and protected my commands, my decrees, and my instructions. The second Aliyah continues, so Yitzchak settled in Gerar. 
And when the men who were around asked him about his wife, he told them that she's my sister because he was afraid to say that she's my wife. And maybe the men will kill me because of Rivka because she is good looking. And then, when he was there for many days, Abimelech, the king of the Plishtim, looked out the window and he saw Yitzchak was courting Rivka, his wife. So Abimelech summoned Yitzchak and he said, she is your wife. Why'd you say that she's my sister? And Yitzchak said back to him, because I said, maybe I'll die otherwise. And Abimelech said, what did you do to us? The highest people might have easily slept with your wife and you would have brought guilt onto us. So Abimelech instructed all the people and he said, whoever touches this man or his wife will be put to death. The next section speaks about how Yitzchak prospers. So Yitzchak sowed the land. And in that year, he found that God blessed him 100 times. The third Aliyah continues. So he became prosperous and he grew constantly greater until he became extremely great and he had flocks of sheep and cattle and he had a lot of land and the police team envied him and they stopped up all the wells that his father's servants dug in the days of Avram, his father, and they filled them with dirt. So Avimelech said to Yitzchak, get away from us. You become much stronger than us. So Yitzchak left and he set up a camp in Gerar Valley and settled there. So Yitzchak redug the water wells that were dug in the days of his father Avraham, and the ones that were stopped up by the Pelishtim after Avraham died. And he gave all these wells names, the same exact names that his father had given them. And in the valley, Yitzchak's servants dug, and they found a well with living water. And the shepherds of Gerar were arguing with the shepherds of Yitzchak. They said the water's ours. So he named this well Asek because they argued and they dug another well and they argued about that too. So he named it Sitna and he moved away from there and dug another well and they didn't fight over it. So he named it Rehobo. He said, for now, God has made space for us and we'll be fruitful in this land. The fourth Aliyah continues this section and he went up from there to Beersheba. And that night God appeared to him and he said, I am the God of Abraham, your father. Don't be afraid because I'm with you and I will bless you and multiply your children for the sake of Abraham, my servant. And he built an altar there and he called out in the name of God and he set up a tent there and Yitzchak's servants dug a well there. The next section speaks about Avimelech swearing on the oath with Yitzchak. So Avimelech went to him from Gerar with a group of his companions and Pichol, his army general. And Yitzchak said to them, why did you come to me if you hate me and you sent me away from your land? And they said, we see that God was with you. And we saw that. And we said, let this oath that was between us be between ourselves and you. And we should form a covenant with you that you shouldn't harm us, just like we have not touched you. And because we only treated you well, and we sent you away in peace. The same should be with you, the one who is blessed from God. The fifth Aliyah continues and says that Yaakov made a feast for them and they ate and they drank and they got up early in the morning and they swore an oath with each other. And Yitzchak sent them away in peace. And then on that same day, Yitzchak's servants came and they told him about the well that they dug. And they said to him, we found water 
and he named it Shiva. The city is therefore called Beersheba to this very day. The next section speaks about Esav marrying. So when Esav was 40 years old, he married Yehudit. She was the daughter of Be'eri, the Chiti, and Basmat, the daughter of Elon the Chiti. And Yitzhak and Rivka were very upset by this. The next section speaks about Yaakov taking Esav's blessing. So Yitzhak became very old, and the vision of his eyes were very low. And he called out for Esav, his older son, and he said to him, my son. And he replied, I'm here. He said, look, I've grown old and I have no idea when I'll die. So now sharpen your tools, your sword and your bow and go out to the field and hunt for me and make me tasty foods that I love and bring them to me so I can eat because my soul will bless you before I die. And Rivka was listening when Yitzhak spoke to Esav, his son. And Esav went to the field and hunted for game so that he could bring it back. And Rivka said to her son Yaakov, look, I heard your father speak to Esav, your brother, and he said, bring me game and give me tasty food so that I can eat and bless you before I die, before God. So now, my son, listen to my voice, to what I'm commanding you. Go to the flock and take two kids that I will choose from there. And I will make these tasty foods for your father that he loves. And you'll bring them to your father to eat because he will bless you before he dies. And Yaakov said to Rivka, his mother, but my brother Esav is so hairy and I'm so smooth. Maybe my father will feel me and he'll see that I'm an imposter and I will bring myself a curse instead of a blessing. And his mother responded to him, let your curse be on me, my son. Listen to my voice and go get these things for me. So he went and he took these things and he brought them to his mother. And his mother made very tasty foods that she knew his father loved. And Rivka took her older son Esav's clean clothing, which she had in the house. And she dressed Yaakov, her younger son. And she put the goat skin on his hands and on the smooth part of his neck. And she gave these tasty foods and the bread which she made into Yaakov's hands. And he came to his father and he said, my father. And he said, I'm here. Who are you, my son? And Yaakov said to his father, I am. Esau, your firstborn. I did what you told me. Please. Come and sit down and eat some of this food so that your soul will bless me. And Yitzchak said to his son, how'd you find it so quickly? And he said, because God, your God, brought it to me. And Yitzchak said to Yaakov, please come closer so that I can feel you, my son, to see if you are my son Esau or not. And Yaakov came closer to Yitzchak, his father, and he felt him. And he said, the voice is like the voice of Yaakov, but the hands are like the hands of Esau. And he didn't recognize him because his hands were hairy like his brothers. And he blessed him. He said, are you my son Esau? I am, he said. He said, serve me so that I can eat my son's food so that my soul will bless you. And he served him. 
and he ate it. And he brought him wine and he drank it. His father Yitzchak said to him, Please come closer and kiss me, my son. So he came closer and he kissed him. And he smelled the fragrance of his garments and he blessed him and he said, Look, the fragrance of my son is like the fragrance of a field, which God blessed. The sixth Leah continues, And may the Almighty give you from the dew of the skies and from the fatness of the earth an abundance of grain and wine. And nations will serve you and kingdoms will bow down to you. And you'll be a master over your brothers and your mother's sons will bow down to you. And whoever curses you will be cursed and those who bless you will be blessed. The next section speaks about Esau discovering that his blessing was given away. So then when Yitzchak finished blessing Yaakov, just as Yaakov left his father Yitzchak's presence, his brother Esau came back from his hunt and he made these tasty foods and he brought them to his father. And he said to his father, my father should get up and eat his son's food so that your soul will bless me. And his father Yitzchak said to him, who are you? He said, I'm your son, your firstborn, Esau. And Yitzchak was extremely confused. And he said, who was the one who hunted game and brought it to me? And I ate it before you came and I blessed him. Let him be blessed too. And when Esau heard his father's words, he cried so loud and so bitterly. He said to his father, bless me too, my father. And he said, your brother snuck and came and took your blessing. And he said, is that why he's called Yaakov? He tricked me twice. He took my birthright and now he took my blessing. He said, haven't you saved a blessing for me? And Yitzchak answered and he said to Esav, I already made him a master over you. I gave him all of his brothers as servants and I've sustained him with grain and wine. So what should I do for you, my son? And Esav said to his father, don't you have just one blessing, my father? Bless me too. And Esav raised his voice and he cried. And his father Yitzchak answered him and he said, the place that you live will be from the fat places of the earth and from the dew of the skies from above. You will live by your sword and serve your brother. But when you grieve, you'll break his yoke off your neck. The next section speaks about how Esav plans to kill Yaakov. So Esav hated Yaakov because of the blessing that his father gave him. And he said to himself, the days of mourning for my father are gonna come soon. And after that, I'll kill my brother Yaakov. And Rivka was told this. She heard the words of Esav, her older son. And she went, she called for Yaakov, her younger son, and she said to him, be careful, your brother Esav hates you and he wants to kill you. Now, my son, listen to my voice. Go run away to my brother Lavan in Haran, and you can live with him for a few days until your brother's anger has calmed down. And until your brother's anger against you has calmed down and he forgets what you did to him. And I'll send someone for you and bring you back from there. Why should I be bereaved of both of you in one day? So the next section, Yitzchak instructs Yaakov to marry. Rivka says to Yitzchak, I'm sick of my life because of these girls, the Chiti girls. 
And if Yaakov takes a wife from the Chiti girls, like one of these, from the daughters of this land, my life will be useless to me. So Yitzchak called to Yaakov and he blessed him. And he instructed him and he said, you should not take a wife from the Canaanite girls. Go and travel to Padanaram, to the house of Betuel, your mother's father, and take a wife from there, from the daughters of Levan, from your mother's brother. And may God Almighty bless you, and he should make you fruitful and multiply, and you'll become an assembly of nations. And he should give you the blessing of Abraham, and with your descendants, that you will inherit the land that you're wandering, which God gave to Abraham. The seventh Aliyah continues. So Yitzchak sent Yaakov away, and he went to Badan Aram, to Lavan, the son of Betuel, the Arami, the brother of Rivka, Yaakov and Esav's mother. The final section speaks about Esav marrying Yishmael's daughter. So Esav saw that Yitzchak blessed Yaakov, and he sent him away to Badan Aram to take himself a wife there. And that when he blessed him, he told him, you shouldn't take a wife from the daughters of Canaan. And Yaakov listened to his father and his mother, and he went to Badan Aram. So Esau saw that the daughters of Canaan were displeasing to his father Yitzchak. And Esau went to Yishmael, and he took a wife, and her name was Machalat, the daughter of Avraham's son Yishmael, the sister of Nevaeus, in addition to his other wives. This was Parsha Toldot on Purely Pshat. I'm Tony Newmark. Have a great Shabbat.